regulators. We regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the geek street. Geek off the street. You gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black, was a clear black Tuesday in the basement podcast studios of First Amendment Sports. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Tim Strecken. You forced me to put my head on backwards and keep it on backwards. I, I the just, backwards hat. I, I didn't for force. Me. First of all, no one is forced to do anything here, that, despite what anyone <laughs> says. He looks good in a backwards hat. That's just a fact. He's Kevin Ricca. I came this week to regulate the uh, the health level. I apologize. For the past two weeks, you know, a little strep throat got me down. A little other health ailment, but strep. I have promised. I'm done with the grumpiness, boys. I'm sick of it. Should have listened to me. Let's have some fun. Let's have a good night. Let's talk a little trash. Let's talk a little less. Welcome, Hogshaven.com. We appreciate all you guys uh, all over the world. We're international, and uh, we we know Redskins fans exist anywhere that there's people who appreciate awesomeness and the the amazing television show that is Washington Redskins football, which we cover here on a weekly basis. This is off-season on the brink. Uh, which is our second season of bringing you Redskins off-season uh, conversations, mostly. Experiences. Basement experiences, mostly, T. Positive basement experiences. Positive basement experiences. Uh, okay. Your night is about good, to take good, a turn for the right, better. Good, good. I need a turn. I need a turn for today. Uh, we believe that there is no better show than the Washington Redskins, and thank God they won't be on HBO's Hard Knocks. I know that that's a couple weeks old as far as news. I don't feel like we fully fleshed that part out. I just wanted, I, I, and I don't think we've ever had a hard knocks conversation on this show. We're inching closer to Other actual. Other than thank God they're not here. There was a time when I wanted them. I wanted to be on hard knocks. There was a time when I thought we should be on hard knocks. Oh. I know. I, I'm past it. I'm grown. I've grown past it because I love TV. I love HBO shows. HBO shows are great. They, whatever I, I mean, it's where it's, be, it's the whole premise of my Mike Zimmer, like soapbox that I had when we when we did not hire Do Mike you really Zimmer. Really want them to expose the man behind the curtain here in Washington D.C. <laughs> There's a lot that no one wants to know. Uh, plausible How many deniability. times have the, the New England Patriots been on hard knocks? They're, they haven't been eligible for a while. None. They're, you have How many to times be. Have the Cleveland Browns been on hard knocks. It's like their third time around. You have there's a way of getting they there's, it's like there's a reason it's like yeah it's, it's like it's like compensatory knocks. picks they it's always not, they know how to get compensatory picks you, you, you they know how to for. not be on hard knocks there's a there's a rule of eligibility that they have um, won at every single year apparently because the pool of teams it's always like Bills Browns Jets Redskins Titans you're like ah oh, I mean I love TV I'll probably watch anything that you put on TV uh, but. Uh, can I get excited about a Cleveland no, another Cleveland Browns hard knock season? But this time I can't. Baker, it's Baker. yeah. yeah. This that's time what I'm everybody in. Everybody wants to see. Yeah, yeah I'm in. I'm in. Um, but this uh, is not a podcast about hard knocks. This is a podcast about the Washington Redskins. Um, the Washington Redskins did have news. Uh, we we are coming off a week of something actually happening. We have OTAs, organized team activities. They played football. Well, sort of, sort eh, of. they talked about sort of. it. They, you know, lined up. There was like a football dance that, it, that occurred. Oh, okay. The great OTA <laughs> dance. There was a huddle. It's like an eighth grade social. Like, you're not allowed. There's no real contact allowed whatsoever. Um, and everything that's happening down the hall, which this guy knows all about. I went to different eighth grades. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we both went to all male eighth grade, so let's keep it moving. All right, so 
OTAs. I did. I did. What does it mean besides nothing? And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out my first OTA positive thing. Um, we just signed a we just signed a franchise quarterback by yeah. giving Alex Smith an extension. We just said Alex Smith, this is your team. And to me, this represented the first time when all those guys who are going to be in the locker room, you know, the the fifty three that will be in the locker room, they for the first time were on a field with their uh, you know prescribed leader, and I think they got the right guy. But you know, it's a lot for Alex Smith to walk into, and it's a lot for the other guys to walk into and say, okay. You know, he's the guy, and we got to be his guys. And I and maybe it doesn't happen on day one, second one, but... Oh, I think it might have. It might have. <laughs> I think Even Alex Smith said, there's no excuses. I'm here to do my job. I think that's the main thing. This guy is a guy... I talk about it all the time. He's a professional. The, the fact that the other players are talking about, we can learn from this guy as they've already been in the league five, six, seven years or more. Even Vernon saying it, he's saying just just listen, just watch him. He's a professional. The hierarchy the hierarchy has been set in place for the first time since I can possibly remember at the quarterback position as the leader. Minute second one OTAs. It's like it's like the adult minute one up second one. In some it, respects, it, it, it really is. It's like we hired a front office guy who also puts on the shoulder pads and a helmet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this guy is the guy. Here we go, because uh, we haven't had it. We've it, had. We've had people trying to be that guy for so very long. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. The fates of NFL teams change overnight in this league every single season. And to think that um, if you add a player like Alex Smith, who is in the prime of his career. Now, it's not the, the, the definition of prime that you would call you know, a guy at his age, with it, you know, but his experience level. Um, and he is as susceptible to injury uh, as anybody that you know, lives because that's just the way it goes. But... He is. There's, 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 this is his prime. I, I actually, I, I think you can re- recoin it. Okay. You could say it's his sweet spot. I think it's. I mean, your well, prime yeah, it's talks his, about your physical, prime. your physical like peak. I think, I it's think his right now peak. with his with his experience and his veteran uh, understanding and all that, he's at a sweet spot in his career. The, the the spot where he can actually produce at the most optimal level, not just yep. throwing the ball hard, running the ball hard, or anything like that. But Winning. experience and knowing how to, yes, how to play in this league. How the, to win. The final rotation of the wheelhouse. He's earned this right. He's no longer, he knows that after this, this is it for him. You hey, don't move on from this after three years. Guys, let us know if the music's too loud. We're trying to put the music a little bit louder this week. Um, what? To see if people can hear us huh? over the music. And so I'm pushing yeah. this a little bit. Are, they, are we getting some music yeah. comments? That's what, I, that's what I want. I want to be able to know that. Now, people are just saying whatever Ken just said, tell them to turn down the music. That's all. Hey, whatever that guy and, said. And guess what? you got to come original. So now we know that. And we finally have Woo. the quarterback position. Just getting we fired have come up, original. We haven't had an original leader at yep. that spot. Let me know if anyone else has anything to do on the music, though. Got for it. real. Because that's important. It. Music um, is for real. So I'm we excited. I, we have a... We you got have, it, T. Th- again... We were sitting in these very seats when the deal to bring Alex Smith occurred, and we were excited. In that very second, I'm, I'm not any less excited about having this guy quarterback. And you only win games that matter if you have a high-performing quarterback. And this is a marriage. This is a marriage between a player and a system. This is, this is not just who can we get, you know, who's the best guy. This deal was done early. It was done ahead of the entire movement of the market. 
Um, you you got to tip your hat to the Redskins front office in that regard, especially if it works out. They put Jay Gruden and his scheme together with Alex Smith on purpose, and that's a big deal. And there's a point made right here by uh, Robert Cohen. Thank you for listening always. He said this team has a chance to be sneaky good this year, and here's why. What we're talking about, what we understand right here, the nation does not see. No one's looking at this and saying, oh, look at the leadership qualities of Alex Smith. What they fail to realize is this is what we needed most in, in, in seasons past. This is where it starts. This is how it happens. The culture has been redefined around here. And if you want to say that the talent level between last year's quarterback and this year's guy are even on par, I'm telling you right now, no one felt this way about this guy in the locker room. No. They didn't feel no. a negative way. I'm not saying it was negative. There was he, too he, much attention on other just, stuff. Kirk Cousins never seized the reins as the guy. He, he may never did. at some point sure. in his career. Part when of his evolution. What, another, uh, he's got another eight years, nine years before he's yeah. at, at Alex Smith's experience? Yeah. So, so he may get there someday. Sure. I, and it, when I said an adult just showed up, didn't, it was not so much a knock against Kirk as it was. It's a knock against Kirk right now. As much as it was lauding what we have and what we, I think, need True. to embrace and, and be happy about. Yes, he might not throw the ball farther or a lot harder, you know, at this point in the state, but he's going to make the right decisions. He's going to be, you know, the, the guy that's not going to screw up, the guy that's going to throw the interception to uh, prevent your team he's from wicked going to the smart. Put us in right? a place to succeed smart. on and off the field at all times and be accountable for everything, and you're not going to see him go to the sidelines, put his helmet down, and sit there and sit by himself. He's not that guy. He's going to be in the O-line meeting. He's going to be sitting there talking to a wide receiver. He's going to have a little – he's a feisty, fiery dude. I like uh, – On field. Remember when he ran against us last year, he had a little bit of something to say when he uh, when he just jogged off the sideline. Ultimate he had competitor. A little bit, little, little yes. bit of, yeah, he had a little he bit expects of that smack talk in him yeah, from his teammates oh, right this very second. Yeah, was a no, great he's blueberry not, he's not a Mayberry. He's not a Mayberry yeah. kid. Wow. Wow. Um, Kirk was a Mayberry kid. Alex has already decided that – um, there's no such thing as, as for as you're just in your first year, so you know no one expects anything. Um, I mean, he he's, I expect everything. He's a veteran, no, but he's guy. he's he, in he the locker room right this and during OTAs. He was the one out there saying, "Hey guys, guess what? No one gives a shit if Correct. if it's just your first year. Yeah, we're all expected to be good right now. The people lining up against us isn't going to go. They're not going to go easier. Welcome, we're all first welcome guys. to the NFL. And one of those guys, I'll be the one that helps you. I got you guys. Yeah. Here's what it takes. I know. One of those guys showing his NFL level level skill was Paul Richardson, um, who is obviously he's a a guy we hope takes the lid off uh, and is able to get deep on on plays. Jay Gruden continues to say he's got more in store for this guy than just um, deep plays, and I I can't imagine – it's not hard to imagine. I mean, you get to give this guy an opportunity to win – uh, 75 to 85 Jet catches sweep, in this league. An inside outside option. You have a do possession, you pitch it back, do you pitch accurate quarterback. I mean, you, you can do all kinds of things with a guy that has speed. If, if, if Doxon. that athlete in space and let him do work. If yeah. Doxon can get his act together, and I think the uh, record shows that he can. I mean, you're talking about Richardson, um, Doxon, and Crowder, who are very, very generally sure handed. And Alex Smith can basically just look at. Yardage markers, you know, I'll take the eight, yeah, eight, eight yards here, I can take 10 yards there, I can take 13 yards there, and he's always going to make the right decision throwing to one of those guys. And, I mean, if, if Jordan Reed is healthy, you know, there's pretty much nothing the offense can't do. It does come down to the defense. And on that side of the ball, 
And that's why I love what Marquise Peters said when he left. He said, they said, what do you think about Mahomes coming in? He said, oh, man, he's going to be great someday. But he knew how to throw me the ball. Yeah. And they said, what about Alex Smith? He said, now that's a winner. Now, that's a defensive back who, who competes for his dollar every day of practice. Had to be frustrated by the fact that Alex Smith never coughed it up, never put the ball in a bad place. He said, Mahomes knows how to throw me the ball. Well, guess what? We've had guys that know how to throw them the ball. Yep. We're going to be dazzled by the double-digit less turnovers that Alex Smith brings healthy to this franchise. And yeah. finally, someone on the uh, other side of the ball on offense who can kind of balance out the leadership uh, angle uh, that DJ Swearinger has assumed on the defensive mm-hmm. side. So, you know, Damn Swearinger right. needs balance. Damn right. He definitely yeah, and, needs and balance. He absolutely. <laughs> he needs balance. And also the team, he, he, he the needs, team needs leadership checked. balance because as much as Trent Williams is a leader of our offense, um, Kirk Cousins, it was Kirk Cousins' team and Kirk Cousins' offense uh, and the way that he went about his business, I think we'll see very quickly, is different than the way Alex Smith will go about his business in that same role of assuming the mantle of leadership and doing it in a way that I just think is going to be obviously, visually, very different than what Kirk Cousins did. When Alex Smith and DJ Swearinger form the alliance, there'll be a level of accountability held on yep. both sides of the ball that we have not had in, in, in years past, ever, since the Super Bowl eras. These are, these are true pros who care, who put all their life into it. Look, Alex Smith's made $150 million. He ain't here because he's trying to get paid. He got what he deserved. He got what he earned over time. He yeah, wants he's to made some money. win. He wants to win. You don't put your body under this type of stress. You don't put your livelihood with a wife and a new family underneath this type of duress and situation unless it is all you care about. He's le- set for Leadership life, is so different at this level. It's not all rah-rah. It's not all, you know just say a lot of cool words, you know, with a lot of, like, enthusiasm. But, that, you know, it works a little bit for Swearinger, but he does it just in his own way, and, and everybody expects that. I think that's because it's his personality. And he leaves it all out there. But there's another way of leading in, at this level, and I think Alex Smith is, again, he's in that sweet spot of his career where he's seen it all. He, you know, he, he knows, hopefully he knows what it takes to get over that hump he hasn't been able to get over, whether it be in Kansas City or not. Maybe that's what he's bringing here. Hey guys, I've been through. I've been to the playoffs. I know how to get there. Here's what I know we have lacked to he's get a, he's to the producer. next spot. You he's know a producer. I mean? And I mean, we're seeing it with Ovechkin, right? Yeah, and the thing about just uh, to keep uh, it on home home field. Home, home field. But also, when you look at Alex Smith, every time you watch Alex Smith drop back, think about this: you're looking at the guy who's already made over a hundred million dollars. A buck forty-seven. Done. A buck forty-seven. And. He goes into and he commands and gets the respect of guys making far less who know what he's all about and why he's out there. I mean, no one like you could you could question the dollar signs all day. That is not who this guy is. This guy freaking loves it. And I, I again, I'm saying we're getting a guy in the peak of his career. I, I agree with your sweet spot assessment, but I'm just saying he's playing his best ball and he's doing it for. He's going to be doing it in an offense that absolutely. Takes advantage of his this is the culmination, the culmination of his career. Culmination. Look at look at John Elway's career. I I never, you know, until the very end, until the very end, when he actually was able to bring it all together, all the experiences he had, all the talent he had, everything he knew and learned how to get to that one point in his career, and he did it at the very end. Would he be considered the, the the quarterback he is now if he didn't do what he did at the very end of his career? Not even close. And you know my comparison, and I love the John Elway, but the, the Gruden coached Rich Gannon by 
by John Gruden, Rich Gannon had his MVP year. The culmination of his career was at age 37 after playing for three years underneath a Gruden. Well, after three years of Alex Smith being here, he will turn 37, and he will be playing under a Gruden. And those two guys have very similar games, and I do believe they have kept their bodies in the same amount of shape, they're the same type guy to start off their careers, and have evolved into exact weapons of destruction in the West Coast offense in this league. Oh, man. Gosh, how do we get here? How do we get to this point? I'm, we, I'm sweating and fired I up. I, think I told you I was going to be more music. fired up this it's week. The music. 1999 uh, was tough. It's a tough music. year. I was going to say good, we do a couple uh, so defensive back um, discussions. Yeah. I mean, does anyone is anyone rung in with anything even close to that? No, we haven't got to. All right, well, let's give them a shout out. Look, we want to talk corner safety here, corner guys. Safety. We want to talk corner safety. Anyone's got anything to to, to, to chime in about the corner safety? Yeah. Bring it on. Uh, training camp battles that we got or. Uh, if we feel like we might need to make an addition here or there, because I do kind of feel like a veteran presence, not as a starter, but if you look at our cornerback and safety positions right now, an injury or two makes me nervous as shit. So you're not sold on Quentin Dunbar? Oh, I am sold on Quentin Dunbar. Oh, no doubt. I am. Uh, I am absolutely too. sold on the guy that we He's brought in here, us. that we molded, that we brought, that we re-signed. So what's your question? Um, no, my question is uh, veteran depth at both positions. I mean, if you look at our safety too deep, it gets a little scary. After DJ and Monte, you got DeShazer Everett. Then you're looking at Troy Apke, Fishmiths, and Quinn Blanding, and Kenny Ladler, who I'm not sure Kenny. his deal is. But Quinn Blanding had an excellent you career at UVA. Kenny. I think he was anticipated as a 757 Virginia Beach guy. You know, those guys don't mess around down there, and this guy didn't mess around at UVA. I said he, his, 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 his time, his time at, at, at Senior Week and his time at, at, at the camp was... It's not a safety time, and that, and that hurts. But it doesn't mean the guy can't play ball. But I'm just telling you right now, if DJ Swearinger goes down, Monte Nicholson's been known to be nicked up here and there, and, and you're looking at DeShazer Everett and Troy Apke. You know, Troy Apke was the second-best safety on this team last year. Now we're asking him to be the third-best safety on the team this year. It's a lot to ask. This, these he, are, he wowed everybody with his jumping, I, I, jumping and speed. I know, but he also wowed on film, and I told you Mike Martz at the, at the Senior Bowl uh, uh, the game he, he had coached. a stellar NFL, senior year. The, the, when it was time for him to show up, he showed up and he played. At Absolutely. The, at the NFLPA All-Star Game, Mike Martz said it's the best player that he's coached and he's been involved with that game for five years. That is not some punk talking about somebody. Now, it is an offensive guy, but he jumped out on defense. 53-man roster. It's tough, though, Kevin, to get a veteran guy to come in here. I mean, look, D. Hall's 90, what? What's he at, 95% now? Oh, I thought he was 95 he, years old. Ninety-five yeah, percent sure he's going to retire. I mean, yeah, this is not you know, a Jordan. This guys, is not Jordan-esque. Fifty-three man roster, veteran guys. You got to put your veteran guys up front, and then hope younger guys can fill in in the back. You know, I think I think we're pretty much set. No, at where it's going to be one of the guys we already have. It's not going to be a new guy. So right now, you are super comfortable with second-year Monte Nicholson starting, which I am. I am. Absolutely. I am. With Swearinger. I, I hope he stays healthy. So now we, yep. get, now we get an injury. Now we have DeShazer Everett. Yes. A solid special teams guy, a solid contributor at the safety position. I mean, are we Fair enough. considering Eric Reed? And then Troy Apke. I don't know if we can consider Eric Reed financially. I'm not sure what his. Uh, that's that's what I mean by the 53 man roster. It'd be great. It's a luxury to oh, get a guy. I just don't know if. Oh you no, can there's get gonna him. be a lot of stuff done between now and the start of training camp. I, yeah, there I agree. There's, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna but go down between now and then. I just don't see it. I, you know, you gotta go. Oh, I didn't say we have to go get a high price money guy. I'm no. talking about depth here, T. Not not. I'm not talking about a starter. I'm super confident in our starters, but 
One of those guys goes down week one, the next guy goes down week three. You're now looking at Troy Apke and DeShazer Everett. And that is scary as shit. Yep. A rookie uh, in the league. That's how you lose games, by the way. And a guy that is a, is, is a backup. You know, that, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm being devil's advocate because I, I like what we're doing right now, but I'm talking about the safety position. Now, a lot of these guys right here want to talk about the cornerback position. Does Moreau, Eric Mickelson wants to know if Moreau has a breakout year this year? Well, I, Jimmy I, Williams says Quinn Blanding needs to make this team. I think it's a Moreau year, personally. I think he's he's a, he came in NFL ready. Um, he had that injury uh, at the combine. He's a third rounder, man. I, I mean, he was a, he would have been. That's a value pick. That's a guy that's supposed that? to make your. He would have been a first rounder if he didn't get hurt. He was, he was a first rounder. Moreau? Yeah. Oh, Fabian Moreau. He's going to be a starter in this league, and it's going to be for us, and it's going to be the season. Guess what? People are going to throw at him because they're going to try to avoid Josh Norman. Um, So him and Dunbar are going to get lots of looks. Um, I love watching Fabian Moreau play. When I'm I'm at the stadium, I usually do watch him. He's on the outside a lot when he comes into games, uh, including on special teams, where he's also a very – I'll be interested to see how involved he is in special teams because I actually thought he was – on borderline standout last year on some plays, he got downfield quickly and made some kind of some hu- a couple huge plays for us in special teams last year on the punt coverage unit. So, if I, depending on how we use our starters or our top line guys on special teams, I'd like to see him continue to be, sure. play special teams. Um, but I think between Dunbar, Moreau, and Norman. I don't. That, that's the other tough pretty, part about getting veteran guys is you know veteran guys they're not necessarily special team guys. And at some no, point, again, numbers plays a huge factor. Our, we got some special teams guys. We got some of those. No, yeah, we you finally do. do. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We finally do. It's hard to get and the then, backup veteran that's going to, Agreed. You know. No, and, and, and you know what? But I'm not talking about the guy that even thinks he's a starter. And I'm more talking about safety. The corner position right now, like Ken just said, like you just said, Josh Norman, Fabian Moreau, and Quentin Dunbar. Now, Orlando Skandrick was getting run with the first team at OTAs. Yep. That's an 11-year veteran in this league, and he understands the nuances of the position. So there's four guys right there that we're excited about. With Greg Stroman and Josh Holsey sitting there out wide and inside as backups, I'm pretty, pretty pumped up about that, the corner six. You know, if we keep those six, if that's our six to start in September, I mean, are you guys as comfortable with that? Oh, uh, yeah. Comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Why not? I'm with it. You gotta I, roll with it. I'm I'm, I'm mean, rolling with that safety. Part of the fact that we were we've just tried talking to about roll with Alex safety. Smith. I mean, a guy yeah. like Alex Smith has yeah. got to look a guy like, like like some of those guys and go. You know what? It's time for you to grow up, and it's time for you yeah. to be a professional as well. You get paid a lot of money to do this. Money that other people would freaking take. You know, give an arm and a leg for. Well, Step it up. I'll promise you this: Monte Nicholson has not been far from DJ Swearinger this offseason. This I don't know no. for a fact, but I can't imagine that. When we're talking about the Alex Smiths and the DJ Swearingers, no one, I'll put up anyone against those two guys in the amount of film watched and preparation in the offseason and during the season. If he's, Monte has been his baby brother, found his good. coattails. If he's good for us, it's a, big, it's a difference maker, uh, certainly if he's healthy. Um, let's switch the size of the ball uh, because... Excuse me. You okay? All, know, right. like, all that ball conversation. Got Kevin, got, Kevin, got Kevin, 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 coughed up. Not me. Is there a, is there a ball in your throat? Did There's you a little bit of ball. I'm in not my doing throat. it. You're first. Get that out of there. Thank you. Appreciate <sighs> that. Uh, it was a Spalding. We don't have an issue. I, I don't think at starting running back this this year. I think we're all, especially after getting to watch this guy. It's early, but yes, well, he's very been very exciting in OTAs. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. What I think is cool about <laughs> going into this training camp is that I think that 
you could potentially, potentially see a pretty stiff competition for number two running back between uh, Rob Kelly that I get. and Samaj Piran. And I think that's cool for a variety of reasons. One, um, that's been our starting running back competition in many years before now. Uh, and if, if we think Geis is, is ahead above that, which we do, um, then it's a luxury to be able to, to, to run our normal starting running back competition yes. for number two. But Just don't make Geis out to be the savior yet. No, not I mean, savior, just starter. Okay. I think he's the starter. Oh, he's, our, he's our biggest badass in that position <laughs> in so long. I if can't he, stand if he proves him. He's the best guy we got. You're great. I he's just, the best guy we I got. Hate, I, I always cringe when you give a young guy that much. Hold on, but this guy, this, this is, is a being beast. The starting running back. I know. Hey, the he's fi- a starter. But the physicality of the game is not lost upon him, and he's no. a mental guy. But yes, T, one thing you are correct about is you have to learn the pass protection. Go. Correct. That is a factor. We can't just plug and play mentally right now. But guess what? We're going to plug and play him. Plug I'm plugging and playing him. They're going to hand it off to him. I feel like that guy is big enough constantly. of a baller, big enough of a warrior off the field, and, and, a, and a very mental guy. First but, yeah, I hear you. I know. Right you're, away. Your trepidation. You like that? Bang. And he also trepidation. has to stay healthy. You know, he has to, he has to survive. Yeah, we all got to stay healthy. This Four syllables. Good job. I know. Um, all right. Like so we'll try once, make sure. once a week to pick a team that we're going to play next offseason. We're not going to do a deep dive. We're not looking at, you know, Metrics, We're not money doing ball, a lot of deep saber metrics. In this. We don't oh, deep dive in this. I'm about to jackknife this into a 10.0 from the Russian job. All right. Nice. Well, we start off with the Arizona Cardinals, and so I was just going to throw it out for some Arizona Cardinal thought. I don't want to get to the, the season opener all of a sudden play a team I haven't really you know considered and long thought about. And I, so I, when I was thinking about it, just off the top of my head, I think when I think Cardinals, I think Neil Lomax first and foremost. Uh, it's Whoa. not Mitchell from the old days, but I think. Boomer Sison, when he was a Cardinal, and he threw for over 500 yards against us at our our house. A very interesting day. This? The yeah, Cardinals, I'm trying to think. They used to so be an NFC East rival. We used to play them twice a year. Boomer Sison, I think of our own Jets. Roy Jefferson. Roy Jefferson, very, there you go. Um, it's, but, yeah, you know, it's not like the, the Cowboys or the, or, or the Giants or the Eagles. I, don't, I never thought about the cards like that. No. Even though they were, if you remember, when we were little, they were, I mean, that, that they were was our, our division. That was a division and, and, The cards and, were always the game that I got invited to because by the McCarthy's. Else, I always went to the game with the McCarthy's, to the Cardinals game. You're coming to the Cardinals game. That was the game that was your first game, like your first NFL experience. That and the Rams way back then. And it was always a W, and everyone was so happy. It was the best. And Lomax wore the same single bar face mask that Joe Theismann did. And he was the only other one whose fat face bursted out of it. Oh, I would have been such a great Lomax for Halloween. Cardinals, Bengals. So I have a there's a special place in my heart for Cardinals Redskins matchups, and I don't think that my head is going to be all the way there in the season opener this year. Um, and I'll turn it over to you, Kevin, because I know you got some Arizona Cardinals thoughts. Yeah. I'm a David Johnson guy. I, I know you are, and I've gone on the record. I thought I think that we, of course, would help. Been made part of the record. Yes, yeah. I think he's one of the top players in the league. Period. I think he's he's Marshall Falk esque, and he's going to be. There's not a single second well, where he, he will be healthier he's, than that game. He's going to have to be. Exactly, uh, exactly. They got a whole new staff, offensive and defensive, a whole new offense and defense to implement. And his agent and him are so The most important thing that happened to that offseason is when the the Honey Badger, who don't give an F, declined the pay cut. That has been the five-year team leader, best guy on the team, the emotional leader, the man that they've looked to. He is their guy. He's gone. Bruce Arians is the, one Patrick of the biggest pimp-ass, can-goal-wearing, badass coaches in the history of the league who calls it like he sees it, calls plays like his hair's on fire. 
he's gone. He's gone. Carson and, Palmer's and been their leader at the helm. Kangle. He's gone. And now at the quarterback position, they took one of T's favorites. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sam Bradford signed a what? two-year deal. No. <laughs> it's just exactly. like you can chart the, the path of They've mediocrity. Sleeves. And then they went ahead and drafted. Then they Bradford. went ahead and signed local sort Rams. of good player, Mike Glennon, who was decent uh, I there. mean, they, it's, and then they went and got Shout jo- out Virginia then they went and got, DMV. Bing, ding, then they ding, went and ding, got ding. Josh Rosen, who is mean to the, 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 who, the, the just a dude to the security cards and janitors in the building at UCLA, and has a lot to say for someone who but very smart to, and looks like a fifty-year-old curmudgeon, like in a. In a but then you have you know, Larry Fitzgerald. Then you have uh, you know David wide, Johnson. I'm sorry, I'm telling you, David Johnson. Their wide receiving core right now is disgusting. Yeah, this yeah. is the team we want to play out there. Aside from having to fly out to Arizona and have a three-hour body clock difference and week one, which is always a thing, and I get it. Vegas gets it. We all know it. Aside from flying out there and having to play them there, I don't understand how this could be a better team to start the season with, how Jay could finally get a, an opening dub sack. Yep. Alex Smith will be uh, comfortable on the uh, West Coast. Yes, he will. Dude, they drafted. Their receiving core is just – it's Larry Fitzgerald, who's 90 years old and amazing, and I love They're him dearly. Who they will throw to 15 times in, and, and, at and least. He's, tri- he's almost retired the last three years. He's coming back, and he's there. But then their next guys, Christian Kirk, second round draft choice. He got arrested at the Phoenix Management Golf Tournament before the draft. Yeah. He was already in his new city to be getting arrested. Nice. Then they went ahead and drafted him anyways. They're like, oh, we're going to need Josh Rosen. Local. And the guy who got arrested. Can run Let's fast. do it. Come on, man. A lot uh, of receivers in the NFL can run fast. I really enjoy uh, that they have to put so much together for us that week. And you know what? I don't know how you guys feel about. Uh, we're going to win. Them losing, uh, I don't know, Carson Palmer, Jared Velmer, Adrian Peterson, and the Honey Badger. But to yep. me, they didn't pick up enough guys. And losing the loss of Bruce Arians and the whole, the, the heart and soul of that team's been ripped out and replaced. So if, if, if that's the team that beats us week one, it's going to be a long season. It, correct. And I, I have also said that I think that front office is top five in the league. So I'll be interested to see how it works out. But it, it's a lot to ask for it to work out in week one. I think we're farther along. I think obviously our quarterback is better. I mean, they have they have except for David Johnson, they pretty much have like the guy that every fantasy owner who didn't win this, <laughs> their league last year. You know what I mean? Like it's like ah oh, Carson Palmer. I mean, I love Carson Palmer. I think he's been, been great forever, but it's just yeah. not inspiring. Um, I think the what, best what quarterback both on that team saying is, is Byron Leftwich, the quarterback yes. coach if from took, yes. If you took a state of the organization today. Redskins are in a better state of the organization yes. than where the Arizona Cardinals are. Well, and that should absolutely. be w even at, number even one. Even almost, maybe, I mean, I don't should know if you would be take w the, number one. Probably no, not a lot of people are picking the Bidwells over uh, Snyder. But maybe you might. I don't know. They've been historically pretty bad owners. So uh, I'm saying like all the way up and owners down. Owners side. The, just, the Bidwells on their Georgetown prep Owners side. Yeah. I'm looking so at we got talent. a little local flavor going yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just ownership aside, you're looking at talent, longevity, stability. Their front the office Redskins, is better than ours. The Redskins I think. get the, the, the check on that. I think we're better on the field roster. Right now than them. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Roster, stability. They have no coaching, weapons to me besides you know, an awesome weapon. Yeah. Yeah, David Johnson's going to have to have 13 receptions for 180 yards with 26 rushes for 140 yards and four touchdowns. His agent's like, God. That would be a great day. I can't believe. The guy, you know, he broke his wrist early. It was super early last year. Yeah. 
Um, and he's now he's gonna have to, he's coming back to this. First of all, Bradford's still hurt, mind you. Sleeves. Rosen is well, still of course. Sleeves. <laughs> Dude, why does, does he's he always cut his still sleeves hurt. the way he does? It just I mean that's so tours that most define nineteen eighties. Because you love it when he dresses up like a little kid on Halloween. That's he's what he still looks rich like. is yeah. also what he is. He's still freaking loaded, filthy ass rich. Super Nobody rich. looked more like a Halloween character than Chip Low Miller, though. He literally looked like a guy dressed up for Halloween. Dude, they signed Justin Pugh from the Giants and one of those guards that we all knew was going to go for like $9 million a year. Dude was out for eight games last year with a back injury. Like, I'm just questioning a lot of this. I'm questioning a lot of it. It seems like a Redskins team from seven or eight years ago. Like, let's go get the old washed-up quarterback who's always hurt. Let's get a terrible backup. Let's get a controversial quarterback in the first round and a receiver who got arrested at a golf tournament in the first round. (laughs) Dude, how do you get arrested at the golf tournament? Uh, This just in... Sam well, Bradford has happened with me. earned $10 million more so far in his career than Alex Smith. Yeah. because well, he, he was got, the last guy to get the guarantee. Yeah, but Alex Smith also he, got that first round pick. Because he his yeah. sleeves. That's why. Dude, that, that's supposed to be our premium content. Yeah, I can't just sorry. give people secrets <laughs> like that. Like, on like just sleeves. giving it away for free. God bless you, Larry Fitzgerald. I'm sorry I spoke that way about your team, but yeah. if we're not 1-0, I'm going mean, to be severely like, disgusted. There you he's have like, it. He's like somebody in football speak. You don't talk against. May 29th. I didn't talk against them. Yeah, and we're 90. 1-0. The Redskins yeah, are 1-0 on May 29th. <laughs> and in football years, he might be 140. 90. And I love him for it. But. Oh, my God. I want you to say that to us. On behalf of the 1-0 Washington Redskins oh, on May 29th. I'm going to use that line on you. <laughs> he's Kevin Ricca. Hey, go Larry Fitzgerald, but... Uh, Hell to the Redskins. One and zero looks like a like a distinct possibility for the first time in this regime. Let's just start game planning for week two, Tim Strack. I, I got the head on backwards. I'll say anything to anybody in their face right now. Oh, head on backwards. Does anyone have anything to say to team? An over the top <laughs> moment from Tim Strachan. Yes. Well, that's what happens when you leave a guy stranded in the driveway for thirty three minutes. Builds character. Just wanting to come in, you know, and you guys are just doing your thing. I'm just hanging out on your Go driveway. Nets. Go Nets. That's why I put the hat on backwards. I was stranded like a dog. I'm Ken Marangolo. <laughs> this was the audible. <laughs> hey, D-Mac, can you hook us up with a uh, stoppage? on the say goodbye to camera? our friends here. Yeah, Appreciate everybody. Thank, thank you for joining us. Thank Appreciate you for y'all. being a part of it.